0: Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, Life and Confidence Coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life join me for soulful yet straight talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello beautiful humans and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Evie and today I am joined by a really special guest, one of my past and current clients, Melissa Angeloski. It is just such an honor and joy to have Mel here with us today chatting all things about her coaching experience. Mel is a graphic designer who lives in Melbourne in Australia and we met online end of last year and she was reaching out about my one-to-one coaching program and here we are several months on maybe six eight months on and still working together and it's just been such a blast. I specifically Specifically, asked Mel on to share a bit more about her journey with coaching. And I really wanted to know, like, what's it really like from a client's point of view? And I think that's so helpful for you guys who were like, I kind of like this thing called coaching. It sounds really interesting, but I want to know more. Like, what's it actually like to be a coaching client? And so Yeah, I really hope you love this conversation with Mel and I. It was so fun to record and just a really, really special thing to do. So... Uh, Thank you again to the beautiful Mel for for coming on, for being brave and sharing her experience. And I really hope that it resonates, it inspires some of you, and it's really supportive for you in your journey in some way. And also, I just want to add, I have a few spaces in my one-to-one coaching program called Elevate Your Life available at the moment. If you are interested, please click the link in the show notes and we can book in a free discovery call when we can chat all about it I would love that so much so without further ado here is the one and only Melissa Angeloski. Hello beautiful Mel welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast it's such a joy and honor to have you here.
1: Thank you thanks so much for having me on.
0: Oh, it's so good. Thank you for saying yes. This is a really special podcast episode because Mel is currently and has been one of my coaching clients through my one-to-one program, Elevate Your Life. And she's kindly agreed to come on and share a bit more about what coaching is really like. That's kind of my idea behind this podcast episode was to give the listeners an idea about what is coaching, and what is it actually like? Because I think it can sound really good, and you know, we can read little snippets of people's testimonials. But I want to know, like, what is it actually like from your point of view? Because from mine, obviously, it's my day-to-day life; it's what I live and breathe and do all the time. But I want to, I want to share that with some other people. So, firstly, thank you so much for coming on and, um, yeah, sharing your experiences with us.
1: Thank you. Thanks again. To learn, learn to learn more too
0: yeah amazing so Mal, can you take us back to sort of middle to end of last year before you came into coaching with me and to set the scene what was life like for you back then what was sort of going on in your world how are you feeling internally I'd love to know more about that
1: yeah so I feel like I was struggling with a bit of my self-confidence um, and trusting my intuition was actually probably the bigger thing. I feel like I was relying a lot on external validation and asking other people's opinions when I was, like, making my own decisions. Um, So I wasn't really listening to myself. I was probably ignoring my own needs, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, And in that way, I feel like I was struggling with boundaries too, especially with work and due to the lockdown, obviously, being in Melbourne, um, It was basically a year of lockdown and just the boundaries between work and home were blurred. And I think I was definitely having trouble sort of stepping away and knowing that I needed to create space for myself and and time for myself too.
0: Mm. Yeah. And had you done coaching before this?
1: I had done a little bit of coaching. So I'd done um, a six-week online group coaching program that was about happiness. Um, and we focused on a different topic each week. Uh, that was it. Was all virtual, obviously, with COVID. Um, and I really enjoyed that process. And I think it it actually, it opened me up to coaching in a way that I didn't think it would. I think being able to connect with other people too was was really helpful and something that I really enjoyed. Um, and I'd also done one-on-one coaching before, but that was more so about self-love and I feel like it was a different plant on the coaching work that we've done.
0: Mm-hmm. N- interesting. And what was sort of the thing that made you say, yes, I'm in, I'm going to take the leap of faith and sign up?
1: Yep. Having the discovery call with you, I think was definitely, like it definitely sealed the deal for me. Um, being able to gauge energy and just even the conversation and the flow of conversation, I feel like we – we probably had that, like, that happened really quickly for us. I'm not sure from your point of view if, if you felt that way as well.
0: Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: I think, it's, I think each week as well when we've spoken, it just feels like, like it feels easy and natural as well to open up, which yeah. I feel like was a huge thing with me, and I didn't have that with my previous coach, to be honest. Mm. Um, and it's just been so easy with you.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful to hear. Thank you, Mel. And um, so what sort of, what was the real trigger then? So the discovery call helped you connect with me and understand more about how I work and see that we had a really good connection and and could see it moving forward. But Mm -hmm. was there anything that in your world that was like, I'm so sick of this, or was it kind of a combination of those things you mentioned earlier around like boundaries and listening, wanting to listen to your intuition and um, yeah, like what were, what was it for you? Was there one thing or just a combination of things?
1: I feel like it was actually probably a lot of things. Um, I think I was at a point where I was like, I need to start making changes for myself. Um, and then everything sort of just slid into place at the right time. I actually feel like, um, I think the coaching, like the group coaching definitely helped. And then the one-on-one coaching I've, feel like I it opened me up to one-on-one coaching and I liked it but I felt like what we covered wasn't necessarily what I needed to explore and the topics that you had mentioned like people pleasing boundaries self-confidence intuition they were more so the things that I was struggling with in my life at that point Um, and the things that I wanted to focus on
0: yeah Awesome. So I hear you say it had kind of been going on for a little while, you tried out some different forms of coaching and online stuff, and you'd got a little taste test, but you wanted more and something that was more specific to where you were at. And also, I mean, I think behind most of this is that most people get really sick of their own this and we're just like okay I've got to make a change or like you say I've got to make some changes for myself and so I think sometimes that's the underlying thing that maybe we don't always see or acknowledge but you kind of get sick of where you're at and and are like mm. okay I'm ready I'm ready to make a change now how do I do that
1: yeah yeah I, I think so too I think it gets to the point where you're like I can't I can't keep basically ignoring my own needs and doing what's expected of me or what I think other people expect of me I need to start making some decisions about what I want for myself um, and the things that I need to focus on in order for me to grow basically
0: yeah yeah, yeah. amazing so good we've, we've talked so much about those topics <laughs> yeah Yeah. Um, and when you're sort of deciding and seeing what coaches are out there and how you wanted to start changing and who you were going to seek to support you with that Mm
1: -hmm.
0: did your inner critic pop up in those moments and during that time of like hey who do you think you are or uh you know some fears around investing money in yourself or yeah like maybe some of those those inner critic thoughts came up was that a thing for you or not so much
1: I think it actually wasn't having done the group coaching and the one-on-one coaching before working with you I think that actually helped because I had invested in myself before um and and so I actually I don't feel like money was was an issue I I think I more so was thinking about what can I get out of it rather than what what is the monetary value that I'm investing
0: oh beautiful love that yeah so so cool and I guess that's kind of like behind the scenes how I personally charge accordingly with my coaching. It's like, it's a whole experience. It's the value as opposed to the really nitty gritty finer details, which our inner critic will always like cling on to those little details. So that's really interesting Mel. So then I'm just curious, did you have that same inner critic stuff earlier then when you were first investing in yourself? Or again, was that not really a thing? You just saw the value and said, said yes.
1: I think with the group coaching, I wasn't so hesitant, but with the one-on-one coaching, I I was hesitant. Um, having never done it before, I was sort of like, I feel like I need to do this, but I don't really know what I'm getting myself into at the same time. Yes. Um, and you kind of just have to rip the Band-Aid off and, and just do it because you don't know what you're actually going to get out of it until you're in that situation. Like, obviously something is triggering you that you're interested in, in investing in yourself and learning more, but yeah, you, you also won't really know what you're going to get out of it until you're in it and you start delving into, into the
0: Yes. So true. So true. Interesting. And any regrets on any of those?
1: No, because they led me to you.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Um, <laughs> but also like any regrets on doing coaching I, I mean I think I already know the answer but would love to hear it from you
1: no I definitely don't think so because especially working with you I'm surprised at how quickly we worked through things and I feel like your guidance has always been spot on I don't think I feel like I've ever been led astray and I find that the action steps that we take it it nudges me along and you know as well as my, like myself that I tend to just you know dance around things and don't take action so I <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate having you each week um being in my corner and you know following me up on things as well
0: yeah oh that's so lovely to hear and okay let's go back to When I sent you the questionnaire at the very start, so for those listening, if you haven't experienced this before, I send out a pre-coaching questionnaire, which asks lots of big, reflective, inspiring kind of questions to get you to kind of consider where you're at, what's working, what's not working, and what do you really, really want from coaching? This is where you can kind of get it all down on paper and get a bit more clarity around it. Because I think so often it's twofold we don't pause in life enough to really connect inwards and really reflect on where we're at and what's working and what's not working and then you know so many times people have said wow i've never actually done that ever before like this is so refreshing being able to to know this about me and then the second part of it is that sometimes we have these big feelings or a big nudge of like i know there's more like my personal journey was there's more but i didn't know what the more was or I knew there was these roadblocks or limiting beliefs, but I didn't know what they were. So sometimes getting it all down on paper and having those questions in the questionnaire can give you that clarity. So tell me about that experience for you, About What was like the thing that you took from the questionnaire?
1: I felt like it could probably help me articulate things that had been basically just swirling around in my head and that I didn't even know that I was probably mulling over for so long. Yes. Um, I just like it helped me gain clarity on those all those things as well that that I wanted to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I actually could have gone on and on and on with the questionnaire. Like I felt like there was the questions helped me articulate things, but also there were so many details I could have gone into and probably did go into as well. Um, so I think I think it was really valuable being able to to sit down and actually, turn inwards and think about those things and basically assess where I was at with my life and what I did want to change
0: yeah yeah perfect and then how was it on that first call with with me when we'd started the coaching series together and the first session is all about goal setting so we kind of translated all of the stuff that you'd pop down on paper in that questionnaire into these three big beautiful powerful inspiring coaching goals how did that feel how was that process for you
1: i really enjoyed it and obviously we've started on another round of coaching and it it's crazy to think breaking down a few words and sort of mashing them up the goals that you can come up with um i think it it helps crystallize things as well um and the way that we go through and, and define what each of the words mean within the goal itself, it, it allows you to really think about things. Um, and I just totally enjoyed the process. I, I think I, I didn't really know that first call what, what to expect, um, but I left feeling really happy and excited and just, yeah, excited for what was to come.
0: Yeah, beautiful. It's it's so funny in those those first calls. Not funny, interesting. I it's like something just comes over me and I'm like so connected and so intuitive. And then it's like I am always just so amazed at how we come up with these like like incredible goals, like, oh, they're so beautiful. Um, and just like exactly what you're wanting and you're like. Yes, that's what I want. That's how I want to feel. That's what I want to experience, create, achieve, et cetera. And it, oh, I just, all of the good feelings after that first call, hey, it's just like, right, we're set, let's go. Yeah, um, absolutely. Cool. Okay. So tell me about now moving into the coaching series. So we're, we set the mm-hmm. goals, we're into the journey. I want to know from your point of view, Mal, and you can be totally honest and open here and share anything and everything that you want to Mm -hmm. how was it really like how how was it really for you
1: I I really I really loved it I think I think I surprised myself as well I, I I feel like I tend to cut myself short a lot of the times um and it's it's crazy to think back well okay I was this person you know, so many months ago and this is what I was going through and you get to the end of the coaching series and you think, well, I actually don't think like that anymore. I've made all these other shifts around me now. Um, And the journaling that we do really helps. The questions that you ask, I think, are probably the most important and powerful part of the coaching that we do. Uh, I feel like you know exactly the right things to ask. Um, And... yeah I just I really loved it I I don't think I can actually rave about it enough I've totally loved it
0: yeah so lovely to hear thanks Mel I feel like this is like a glowing report and I'm like (laughs) but tell me what it's really like
1: (laughs) but it is I don't think I've I don't think I've ever left a session not wanting to take action straight up like straight afterwards I think there's always something that we nail or an action step that we take we can take afterwards and like I I, yeah I I genuinely haven't left a session thinking oh I didn't enjoy that I, I feel like they just keep getting better and better
0: oh yes I totally agree Mel it's it's actually really beautiful that you touched on that as well because I think there's something amazing in being able to continue to invest in yourself or continue to work with the same coach or healer or whoever you're working with therapist because you've broken down so many of the barriers. You've already got this amazing relationship together. You know, you're so aligned. And the thing is that I can see your blind spots and I can, I know you're patterning really, really well. So it's just really easy for, for us to quickly pick up on those times where you're holding yourself back or fears popping up or whatever it might be in those moments and be like, actually, how can we move forward or how can we move past this? And so I think it can, you can go so much wider and deeper with more time together, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yep.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I've actually felt really comfortable with you straight away, which I feel like has been a big thing in allowing me to open up. And I felt safe and comfortable enough to share things that I wouldn't necessarily be even telling family. You know, they're, they're things that I would would think internally and then in, internalize it. Um, but having you there and knowing that I can talk through things with you has just been a huge help. Oh. Okay, another glowing report. This is this is like this is so good.
0: But thank you, honestly, that's really beautiful to hear. Um, tell me about were there any tricky bits, or any hard bits, any things where you were like, "Oh, this feels really uncomfortable" or "really scary"? Or uh, yeah. Tell me about those parts, because I know a lot of our coaching times has been about moving forward and it's been really exciting and inspiring and and we've achieved so much. But there's also been a few moments that have been a bit icky. Hey, Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, Um, I think there was an exercise that we did um, with connecting with my intuition and then connecting with my inner critic. And I just I feel like I always just keep going back to that one. That one seems to stand out there I I can't remember what we were talking about exactly but I I remember I got emotional during that um that call and I wasn't expecting that emotion to come up and I feel like maybe sometimes I have gone into the session thinking it all it all has to be good things and I can't show that vulnerable side of myself but I'm I actually feel like I'm glad that that emotion came out I think that was probably something that I was holding on to that obviously needed to be released um and I can't even remember the question now but (laughs) I feel like that was that was yeah definitely something that helped me more be more vulnerable and open and I just yeah I just really appreciate the way that it it, it happened
0: yeah amazing yeah we were just sharing about like the ickiness or like sometimes it can be really uncomfortable or challenging or you're facing things that yeah, scary. And yeah. you're human and you're having a human experience and we all have those moments. And so, yeah, I mean, that was a really beautiful example of it. And um, yeah, that's so lovely that you were able to share that and share that vulnerable side. And hundred percent, just for anyone listening, coaching is, I want to see all of you. Like there's nothing <laughs> off limits or off topics and you can bring all of who you are your tears, your emotions, the highs and lows, it's, it's all in there for sure. Nothing's off limits. Um, okie dokie. So Mel, what have been some of your biggest takeaways, lessons? Like what are you really, yeah. What have you taken from coaching, especially that first series?
1: I think there's actually been quite a few, um, knowing that it's healthy for me to put in place boundaries for myself has been probably a big one and I feel like the more I put them up, the more it shows other people that I value my time and energy and it, it's teaching them or reteaching them that, you know, I have these boundaries and these are my expectations of how you can basically treat me or approach me or whatever it might be.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: I think that one's been a big one. And then also, I've going back to the confidence thing. I think I had this fear of being seen, and I didn't want to be overly confident for fear of what other people might think of me. Um, and I was just holding myself back. And I think I don't have to be that person or that version of myself anymore because I know that that's not really me. Mm. And I think I'm, I'm starting to learn who that real me is um, and just being more comfortable within myself as well.
0: Yeah, amazing. I remember we did boundaries quite early on actually, Mel, and then you came back the next week and you had like all of these beautiful examples of when you've upheld these new boundaries and yeah, asserted them and it felt so good.
1: Yeah, yeah, it felt it felt really good. I think also being assertive was probably part of my not a problem but I think it was like a something that I wanted to work on knowing that I do have some people-pleasing tendencies and I had struggled with putting up boundaries because I, I want to get things done and I want to make sure everything is done a certain way and, and on time and all those sorts of things but it's also being mindful of the fact that you can have needs as well and yeah again teaching other people to be respectful of that
0: yes so good yes 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 so how is life different for you now like tell me a bit about how how you feel now what have been some of the biggest changes or, or little shifts that you've noticed within yourself
1: being more assertive has to be a big one um again I think that goes back to knowing that I have needs and it's okay to assert those needs and I don't have to dance around having needs basically Um, and I think the the other thing to note is that other people have noticed me being more assertive as well and they have said oh we need to do that too like thanks for almost leading us in a way like that's not the words they've used obviously Um, but it shows other people that okay, well, one person can sort of be the leader in in that arena and then it makes other people take notice.
0: Yes, absolutely, yeah. And any other things you've noticed in yourself or any other takeaways you want to add there?
1: I think being more vulnerable has probably been a big one. I'm not sure that I necessarily showed my emotions so freely beforehand. Um, I think I'd maybe thought other people seem to have an easier time showing emotions and I don't really show them that often um or maybe in the same way um and I feel like I can have more vulnerable conversations with with other people now and I don't have to dance around emotions and how I'm feeling
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and what's your take on on this about you like really coming home to who you truly are, like taking off the layers of the people pleasing and hiding behind those and, you know, really starting to step into more of your power and your potential. How do you feel about that? Does that, do you feel like there's
1: some shifts in that? I think so. I think there's actually, that's why I feel like we, I wanted to continue working with you because I feel like towards the end, we're definitely starting to nail who I am. And I think I was just becoming more confident in myself and clearer, I think too, um, about who I am and who I want to be more of.
0: Mm. Yeah. And tell me what's the best thing about coaching.
1: Accountability each week. I think being consistent and having that accountability has been a huge thing. Um, I think it's so easy to be accountable in other areas of your life, but when it comes to doing something for yourself, it can be so easy to put it off or think, I'll get around to it, I'll get around to it. But having coaching each week and having those action steps each week means that um, it's something that you're always going to be doing for that set period of time.
0: Yeah, totally. And I think we underestimate accountability so much in our lives. So yeah, really powerful. Thanks for mentioning that, Mel. Um, And we already sort of alluded to this next question, but what was sort of the thing that made you sign up for another round of coaching to continue working together?
1: I think I was starting to feel like we were getting to the good part. And I just wanted to keep going, really. I feel like we uncovered so many things that I thought were really valuable and I was surprised with how quickly we were moving through things as well um and I've just I've just found it so valuable and enjoyable that I don't think there was ever really a doubt in my mind that I wouldn't want to continue coaching
0: amazing yeah so cool well done and I just really honor you for doing that you know it's 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 a brave bold thing to do to continue to work on yourself I mean yes I i mean I love it personally and continue to do it myself but I mean yes I have some biases so it's just beautiful to hear to hear your take on it as well um so thank you for sharing that and what would you say to someone else who's kind of sitting on the fence who's can relate to some of those things that you were sharing at the start about where you were at before coaching and is kind of considering it, but nervous about taking the leap, nervous about investing in themselves. Do you have any advice to those people?
1: I think trust, trust the niggle, like you, you know, within yourself when it's time to make changes or when you want to try something new. And you can't lose working on yourself but you actually can't you'll grow a lot more than you think you will in that time frame you'll probably surprise yourself a lot as well and I just I honestly can't recommend it enough I've totally loved it and I am so glad I did it
0: yeah so cool love that thank you for sharing Mel and lastly is there anything else that you wanted to share with the listeners that we haven't covered or I haven't asked you yet
1: that's a tricky one I feel like we've covered a lot um I just think in in a way you need to be brave and back yourself and if coaching is something that you're thinking about doing just go for it just go for it you'll you'll feel so much better for it and you'll surprise yourself
0: yeah the investment that gives that keeps on giving the gift that keeps on giving absolutely yeah amazing ah this has been so good Mel (laughs) thank Thank you thank you you, thank you for sharing that I feel like that was such a glowing report so thank you but also it's just really lovely to hear the behind the scenes and how it was for you really um so it's yeah it's really lovely to hear from you and share that so thank you so much I really
1: really appreciate that thank you anything anything else to share before we clock off Mel no, it's just, it's, it's been amazing. And I'm just so happy to be working with you still.
0: Yay. Me too. It's such an honor, such an honor. Alrighty, my dear. Thank you so much. We will see you you again
1: really soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye.
0: Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes, and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.